Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Vence, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is that you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. All right. So you guys, we are back with another live collaboration with this gorgeous lady. Meet Maria. Hi. (laughs) You guys, I am, she's such a boss. Like you guys aren't even ready for what we're about to tell you about. So she went from living in Southern California. She went to fit did the thing, started working for a marketing agency and then made the move to Georgia and started her own business. And what she does is she helps people set up their websites so they can be found online and also converting visitors into leads, which is something we all need as entrepreneurs running our own business, right? We want to turn all those people into leads. Yes. Oh my God. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat with you. And I got to say, I love that you're a fit Fitum sister, I feel like we're part of our own sorority. <laughs> it's so true. Like anyone who's gone to Fitum, you guys, like it's like a whole sisterhood in itself. And we didn't know. I was actually drinking out of a Fitum cup and I lifted it up. She's like, oh, did you go to Fitum? I'm like, I did. <laughs> yes. I like, I like um, that day my husband came home. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I met a Fitum sister. <laughs> Yeah, Finham is a very special place. Like when I was in beauty, I only hired from Finham. I wanted to make sure we kept that family growing. And it's so cool to be able to collaborate with you and just kind of keep that sisterhood going, even outside of the industry that I really felt like, oh my God, I'll only be connected to Finham people through this industry. And then here we are. (laughs) Yep, yep. Oh my God. So, okay, let's start off. I would love for you to share because you have such an inspiring story. How you found the courage to start your own agency and what that journey looked like for you. Yeah. So yes, very fun, fun story. I love to tell it, especially from like the mindset piece. But um, so basically when I graduated FITM, I did do a couple of work. So I basically, my major was the visual communication. So we did basically advertising and marketing, but in a visual form. So we started off, um, you know, graphics, web design, all of that, but we did online and we did also with hands-on projects. So when I graduated, I actually worked as a visual merchandiser slash stylist for Macy's. (laughs) Very quickly, they'll realize I love the online world. I, at the time I was like blogging and 
kind of doing that. So my mom encouraged me to look into marketing jobs. So I ended up um, getting hired at an event technology company as a marketing admin, kind of worked my way up to be a marketing manager with them. And within that time with them, I realized while my friends, my parents' friends started asking me, you know, for marketing tips and advice and what they can do, I was like, wait, I can do this on the side for other people. It's the same exact process, just the details are different. And I will say I've always had this entrepreneurial heart. I've always, I've prior to this, I've tried starting businesses growing up. You know, I was always in that kind of spirit, I guess. Um, so then I started doing this on the side. And during the time, my husband and I, we just had our first born. I mean, we only have one, one kid right now, <laughs> but we had our, we had our son and growing up in California, I was always like, I'm never leaving California. I'm a California girl forever. But once I had him, I kind of started looking at life a lot differently. I started looking yeah. at, you know, what kind of lifestyle do I want? What kind of people do I want him to grow up around? Um, and while we love California and California is so great, but we did quickly realize that the type of lifestyle and the dream that we had for our family wasn't necessarily attainable in California. Yeah. It's very, so, <laughs> very, very expensive. Yeah. Right. And, <laughs> um, and just trying to go the entrepreneurial route. Um, I feel like moving definitely helped upstart that a bit <laughs> pretty, pretty because California is just so, so expensive. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're kind of crazy and we, there's a whole nother story behind that, but we started looking at states that our friends and family were in and we weren't necessarily interested in those states. And it was super weird because I had Georgia on my mind, super random. And my husband had Georgia on his mind, but we never told each other. And we went like months thinking about Georgia. He never told me because he, I always told him I'm never leaving California. <laughs> so he like, he's like, I don't even want to start that. That's going to, you know, he thought it was going to start into an argument, whatever. And I was like, one day I was like, Hey, what do you think about Georgia? And he was like, what? <laughs> like, what do you like? What do you mean? So we started looking in, we became obsessed. We started um, like we, and at this point we have met a few people that lived in California that lived in Georgia and the way they yeah. talked about Georgia um, really kind of opened our eyes to just the lifestyle and just how different it is here. Cause it's definitely, I feel like a whole nother world. It is. It's totally different. I didn't realize like how different the South was from California until I went to the South and I was like, Oh wow. It doesn't even feel like we're in America anymore, but yet we are, you know? It's yeah. 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 It's so, feeling. so, so different. Yeah. Um, definitely has its pros and cons, but we, um, so we started researching Georgia like every day. We became obsessed every day after work. We're like online looking at all the houses. We've probably seen every YouTube video there is about Georgia. So we ended up visiting and we fell in love. And I was super nervous because I knew Georgia looked good on paper, but I was super nervous that when we actually came here, I wasn't going to feel at home, that I wasn't going to have yeah. that feeling of like, oh, I can actually move here. Yep. But to my surprise, we loved it and we were like, okay, let's move here. So we originally came up with like a year or two year plan of moving here, but ended up moving there that year. I think we visited April, 2017 and then December 2017 we had already made the move. Oh my god, that's so cool. It's just like going for it. That had to have been such like a crazy roller coaster of emotions going on as you're like, okay, we're doing it. We're doing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was and I, I was like, I that it wasn't necessarily my personality. I'm a very safe person. I'm very yeah. like 
I like to only do what I know. I don't like to take risks or be adventurous, or at least that was me, you know, prior. But now yeah. I feel like that <laughs> that changed me so much, and I feel like I grew up a little bit more. I don't know, and I feel like it kind of making that move. I was like, wow, we could really do anything, and it kind yeah. of just inspired me in other ways, and even in business, as we'll talk about. But um, when we moved to Georgia, my husband had found a job here. And the company that I was working with, um, I talked with them about working remotely. So they were like, yeah, you know, um, that works. That seems like it's going to be fine. And I had a few marketing clients on the side, but it really wasn't much. And basically we moved to Georgia, you know, we're loving life. We're living the dream. Um, four months in my husband's company, the department that he started with, it was like a new department and they ended up closing it. So he lost his job as the day before my birthday. Oh God. And it was so scary because we're in this new state. Um, he was making the bulk of the income. Um, we barely know anyone and we're just like, what, you know, what the heck? And then like a week later, <laughs> the company that I was working with, they were like, Hey, this remote thing just isn't working out. They're like, we love what you do. We, you know, but no one else was working remotely. Everyone else is in office. They're a little bit older. They're not used to the whole online thing. So yeah. I was like, okay, no problem. It's okay. <laughs> um, and then I also oh. forgot to mention to you, Elise, when I kind of told you my story. So at the time, so like, so this happened in April and in like February and March, I was working with a few clients that I was making like decent money on the side, yeah. but their contracts ended and they didn't resign. So mm -hmm. my only income that I had was like $300 per month wow. um, when we, <laughs> when we lost our job. So we were like, oh my gosh, like, what do we do? You know, do we move back? Do we continue? Like Nick was, my husband, Nick was looking for a job. Um, and I kind of came to this realization where I was like, okay, either I go look for another full-time marketing job or I make this business work. And I've worked on doing this business, but I, like I mentioned, it was very, very safe. And yeah. I feel like if I wasn't pushed to doing it full-time, I don't know if I actually would have made that leap because I'm yep. such a safe person. <laughs> yes, but isn't it crazy how life has that way of being like, okay, you know, you're not going to do it this way. We're going to shake it all up. Yep. And you have the perseverance to actually continue, which is usually yeah. when most people quit. <laughs> it was scary. And I had yeah. no idea. I was just like praying every day. I was like, dear Lord, like, please just send people my way. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing. But, and I mentioned this to Elise, but for the listeners, um, when we moved to Georgia, we had this vision of how our life was going to look like, how we we're going to be like entrepreneurial and everything that we wanted out of our life, the list that we created as our dream life as a family. Yeah. Um, like we had this vision moving to Georgia, right? And when we moved there with the jobs and what we were doing then, it wasn't necessarily like according to our list, if that makes yeah. sense. Yep. But this push, like made us go into it right away. So I was like, okay, I am going to make this marketing thing work. I was like, I don't want to work in an office. I want to work from home. Um, you know, kind of making the move to Georgia. I was already working remote and I was going to grow my marketing company. Right. And all this stuff. So I believe it was within a month or two, I started making what I was making full time at my job. And then Woo! within six months I hired my first person and then it's just been growing since then. But it was literally like, I woke up one day and I was like, 
why can't I do this? Like, why can't I make this happen? There are so many other people in the world that do this, that make it happen with a very small time frame. Like, this doesn't have to take me years. I just have to, you know, hone in on that and just go after my goals. So that's what I did. And I'm like, so thankful we lost our jobs there now looking yep. back because it grew us closer as a couple, it grew us closer to our goals and dreams. And it just pushed us yep. where now to me taking risks and being adventurous in life or in business, I'm like so excited about yep. when that time comes, because I know that at the end of it or on the corner, life is going to be so much better than we could have ever expected. So anyways, that's my my story. (laughs) No, I love it. And I hope everyone really hears what Maria is saying here, because you guys, I had the same thing happen to me with soul makeup. And when I left my job at Estee Lauder, I had planned on going back into beauty. But when my dad got cancer and I walked away from it, I had the first time in my life where I was like, oh my God, I, I could really do this. And I had that same thought process. So for any of you guys who are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur, this is exactly where you want to challenge yourself and thinking about what is really holding me back from going all in, right? Like, do I really want to spend the rest of my life working for somebody or mm-hmm. is the reward bigger than the risk? And I think that's what both of us learned, like being yes. forced into these situations and it was the best decisions we could have ever yes. made, right? Yes. Best. So scary, but amazing. And literally, I think the mindset piece, I know you talk about this a lot, but yeah. when my mindset shifted, because before I had so many limiting beliefs, yes. oh, I can't do this because of that. I can't do this because, you know, but I shifted my mindset and I was like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Like, if I want this, what am I going to do to make it happen? And I've like, I feel like I swear I've never been the same since. <laughs> yes. No, entrepreneurship is like a whole different animal because it forces you to level up, problem solve in a different way, strategize in a different way. And I love, you said a question that I specifically ask my clients all the time because the name of my my program is the CAN program, Taking Confident Action Now. So what I help them do is like shift out of that, all those I can't mm, that flood mm-hmm. us, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. actually, what can I do about this? And I love that you just intuitively knew to yeah. ask yourself those questions. That is brilliant. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> um, when I have one question, just when we were thinking yeah. about the mindset, like how did you work through those fears? Like, did you allow them to empower you as opposed to paralyzing you? You're like both. So <laughs> I'm like trying to think. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I grew up, I'm trying to think of like, how can I say this? So I think I grew up thinking and even going into business with just limiting beliefs. I don't know why it was when I was thinking about doing something, I immediately thought of the 10 reasons why it wouldn't happen, why it wouldn't work out, why I would fail. And I don't know how to explain it. I just, I came upon my own mindset journey is what I call it. Literally one day I woke up and I had enough. We both lost our jobs at the time. Right. And I just had this, I I literally, I don't know. I just woke up one day and I was like, why can't I do this? I think I was just so sick and fed up and we kind of got, I felt like I got pushed in the corner. But I will say, um, one of my first mindset books that I read was You're a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Oh, such a good book. Oh my God, Jen Sincero, she is life. If you guys have never read that, read that book, get it. And also just You're a Badass, that one in general, it's so good too. Oh my God. So that book, I I feel like it changed my life. And I went on to reading other mindset, money mindset books after that. But that is one, since I feel like it was like my first one, I always go back to it. I literally listen to it every every couple months, <laughs> especially when I'm feeling down or if I'm yep. feeling my money mindset, you know, is kind of, you know, and there's different ways I work on it, but her book, she opened my eyes to this whole mindset thing, how important it is, money mindset, 
what you say, how much it affects you. Like when you yeah. don't e- like you don't even realize what. Um, so I would say I found her book pretty much right away as soon as I had this mindset shift. Yep. And then reading her book, um, going on that mindset journey, I feel like I, that's what I accredited to. So my podcast yeah. is called the Marketing Mindset Podcast yeah. because I believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need the right marketing plan, but you also need the right mindset. I feel like without mindset, yep. you can't get very far. A thousand percent. And that's where I think a lot of people, and we're going to dive into this next of where people get it wrong, but I think people don't understand the process in which our mind actually processes everything because it truly starts off with whatever's going on in our life. Then we have a thought about it. Then that thought inspires a feeling Then we take action based upon how we do or do not want to feel. And that's what creates our results. So it all starts with your thinking, right? And if people get the thinking wrong and they're taking action from a place of fear or doubt or scarcity, that has such a tremendous impact on the results that they're creating and they don't even realize why it's happening. So I love that you went into that mindset. Oh my God. <laughs> I love this. Okay. So when you think about like when you're working with your clients, like where do you see people get it so wrong when it comes to designing their website? Um, well, <laughs> you're like, like do please <laughs> d- don't take offense to this anyway. I feel like with creatives, it's one thing because creatives typically have a pretty good design eye. Yeah. Um, but when someone is not creative and they send me their website, it is very, very easy to tell when someone tries to DIY their own website. Um, which is why a part of the reason why we started our own website templates is because we had so many clients come to us and they couldn't afford necessarily the one-on-one services. Yeah. We created website templates because basically just the design, if you don't have a designer's eye, if you don't know what you need, it kind of, I've seen a lot of websites where it just looks a little bit all over the place. It's not very clear of what they do, who they serve, who can they help. Um, colors are all over. It's just not very user friendly. Right. Um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's the main common things that I see. And it's so interesting too, even just thinking about it, because for me, like I spent 15 years in marketing, doing product development, branding, marketing, sales, web, like all of that integrated into the web. So I have a design eye, but when I tried to do it on my own, oh my God, you guys, it was so painful. (laughs) I wish I had Maria in the beginning to just come in and like ninja up my website because I lost months and months and months. And the first draft of it, oh Lord, it was so brutal. And I'm, I'm still embarrassed of it, but I didn't know what I didn't know, you know? And I think that so many times we get stuck feeling like we have to do this on our own, but if you guys are not the expert and even with me having all of that experience, it was still hard for me, right? I Mm -hmm. have the design. I I know how to make the colors work. I know how to write the copy that can copy that converts, right? But I still didn't know how to do the framework of everything. And I lost so much time. So if you guys are sitting in a space where you are like, okay, trying to DIY it and watching all the YouTube tutorials, like what I did, stop wasting your time and hire Maria because literally, <laughs> it's such a better investment to just leave this to the experts. And I'm, I'm coming from my own personal experience on that because it just, it was painful and I lost so much valuable time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. We do hear that a lot from our clients where they're like, I try to do it myself. Sometimes we'll have websites where they started it, but they didn't finish it because they just got so fed up because it is definitely a process. Yeah. And our team, we really come up with a framework um, for especially the homepage, right? Everything that you need to, for people to see. So when people first get onto your homepage, you really want to be clear on what you do and who you serve yeah. and just show your authority and show why you are trustworthy. Um, 
Yeah. I love that. That's so good. So when you see people that are marketing their online business, what are some ways where you're like, oh God, that was a mistake. What are you doing? <laughs> so like just in general online? Yep. Where do people get it wrong? That is such a good question. I'm, I want to think about, I feel like this is what I'm going to say is when they don't show up online Ooh. consistently. I feel yes. like whatever, like, cause I know how nerve wracking it is to get on Instagram, to yep. do the face to camera. Gosh, I recently like reposted um, my very first face to camera video that I did and it was so awkward and it was so bad. <laughs> I so feel that. It took me seven months to go live. Like it was the scariest thing that I've done in my business thus far because you're oh going gosh. out and you're putting yourself out there in such a scary way. And then what I did afterwards is I hid for like weeks. I was yeah. like, oh, I did it. And then I'm like, no, I'm <laughs> Lives still make me nervous. Oh my gosh. Yes. But I think like you're losing out on so much by not showing up. And yes, your first video might be awkward and you know, but if you don't do it, you're not going to get better. The more you show up, the more better you're going to be, the more confident you're going to be. And I'm just going to say, just do it. Start showing up online, start, pick your platform of choice. I love Instagram. I love Instagram stories. That's my platform of choice. And I got good at it, right? And we, yeah. I've really focused in on that. That's we get a good amount of clients coming in from Instagram. And so that's, that's my answer is not necessarily what they are doing, but what they're not doing. Right. Because you're out on so, so much if you're not showing up online and like, don't be nervous. If you have people that you're nervous about watching your stories, like block them from your stories. Yes. Don't let it stop you. <laughs> that is such great advice. And I think like too, when people really go and let's say they show up for a week and then they disappear for two weeks. What that does is it diminishes your no like trust factor. Cause they're like, well, mm -hmm. she's not reliable. So why would I hire her? She's not even showing up for me. And I know I really struggled with that when I first launched my business. And I think it's such important advice that you just gave that I really want everyone to hear because when you're not showing up and especially if you're a service based provider, like so many of us are right. I'm a coach. You're helping people with their websites. When you're not showing up and delivering value, they're not inspired into action. They don't know why they should purchase from you. They don't know why you're an expert. They don't know why you're an asset, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're too busy in your own head hiding and doubting yourself. But when you show up every day, you start to learn and then you build your confidence, right? And yes. every day it gets a little bit easier. <laughs> yes. And I want to add up on that. So yeah. a lot of times people are like, oh, well, I don't want to show up on Instagram because who's going to buy right now? But like you said, if you show up consistently, you yes. build that like no or no like and trust factor and people start remembering you you're in the back of your of their heads yes. so they might not be ready to buy right now but yes. if you're consistently showing up and they see you they remember you when they do need a website when they do need a coach you're going to be one yep. of the first people that they think about because they've already feel like they know you and they like you and you trust you yes. or even if they don't need a website or you know a service that you serve or if their friend needs something, you're yep. going to be the first person that they're going to refer them to. So it yep. is, I feel like such a snowball effect that the more you start showing up, the, the greater um, benefits you're going to reap. That's so true. And for anybody who's sitting in the space right now, who's listening, that is like, I'm showing up every day, but nobody's engaging with me and nobody likes my posts and nobody shows up to my lives. I want to tell you guys something. And I'm sure Maria, you probably experienced this too. My first, however many clients 
never once liked to post, never once engaged with me, never once showed up to a live. But what I didn't know is they were consuming every piece of content that I put out. And so when I went on and we did our strategy session, I didn't ever have to even have a conversation. They had already sold themselves because they had been consuming my content for months. Yes. And it made the process so much easier because I'm out there showing up for them. I'm taking a stand for them every single day, just like you do. And so for people that think like, nobody's liking my stuff, just remember there are silent supporters yes. who are out there yes. lurking, watching all the goodies. And those are the ones who are going to buy, right? Yes. I've had, I've had that happen multiple times where someone reaches out and I was like, what? You yes. know, like I was, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I was, then I was like, how long have you been following me? I'm like, oh, for years. I'm like, oh. <laughs> was it was so funny because I'm like are we even friends on Facebook she's like yeah I watched every one of your videos for like oh the last gosh. seven months I was like what like it was so <laughs> weird but it made me almost think like who else is watching right it makes know. you feel like okay what I'm doing is working right. right so just show up every day consistently deliver value guys it will serve you at the highest level so okay I want to dive into SEO because SEO okay. is something I think a lot of people don't necessarily understand. So for those of you guys that are listening, it stands for search engine optimization. And I know I didn't know this until I went through a really heavy rebranding when I worked for the company Orly and I got really involved because I was working in marketing with figuring out the search terms and how to be found and like what products I was creating, what the keywords were. So for anybody who's struggling to learn about the value of SEO or the importance of SEO, what can you tell them about it to really help optimize their business? Yeah. So one good thing to know about search engine optimization, and this is kind of what, uh, part of my s selling uh, spiel <laughs> on, our <laughs> on our sales calls, but a lot of times people get a website up, they're so excited to launch it. They're thinking they're going to have an abundance of leads coming through as soon as they launch it. Right. And they launch their websites and all they hear is crickets. Yep, because, that's yep. <laughs> and that happens to the majority of people with websites because you focus on the, how pretty it looks. You focus on, you know, just the information and that's it. But if you don't, if someone's typing in a search term, right? Like say for example, website design agency, um, I'm using mine as an example because that's the easiest thing yeah. for me. <laughs> but if someone's typing in website design agency, but I made a very beautiful website. I want it to look unique and I want the copy to be to me. And I don't have website design agency. Maybe I have it one time or maybe I barely have it anywhere. Google does not understand like their little crawling engines, their algorithm. They don't understand that your website is relevant to that search. Yes. So they're not going to recommend your website because how would they know if you don't have that inputted on your website, right? So right. the importance of search engine optimization is figuring out what keywords your target audience is typing into Google and then basically making sure to input it on your website a certain amount of time so that when the search does come, that Google knows to recommend your website. That's major. And like for, I know for me, it's funny because I still type in soul makeup and I don't even come up, you know? So this is like, a, it's, it, when you spoke, we, let me back up. When Maria and I actually met, we both spoke at the Abundant Entrepreneur Summit. And one of the tips she had given was make sure on your homepage, your keyword is in there and make sure all images are saved with the keyword name. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> like I had no idea. I hadn't even thought of that. And that was like earth shattering information to me. So what are a few tips for people who are kind of struggling for like me um, being found on Google where they can just instantly get an instant boost on their SEO. 
Yes. So, all right, people, grab your notebooks out. Grab your phone notes if you don't have a notebook. Yes. So there is this one tool that I love using. They have an amazing free version. It's called Uber Suggest. Um, like the company Uber, but they're not related in any way. <laughs> um, but Neil Patel, who is an amazing search engine optimizer, he created this. And I believe the website is neilpatel.com forward slash Uber suggest. So basically first, before you go into there, write down like a five, 10, if you're like an A student, even more than that, um, write down keywords that you think people would use for, to search for your services on Google write down the various, um, various forms. So like website design company, web, web design company, website design agency, web design agency, like all these different variations that you think people would be searching for it. Then you're going to go on Uber suggest and you're going to type in that keyword. Uber suggest is going to tell you how many times that keyword is searched for. And then is it easier not to rank for? And then on your list, like if you wrote down web design agency, I would write down, you know, maybe it's searched for a thousand times or 200 times, whatever the number is. Each industry kind of varies. And, and I would kind of just go down and write down, you know, the number of times it says that it's searched for. And it tells you basically on a month basis, on average, this is how many times that keyword gets searched for. And then I would write down, are they easier not to rank for? If it's hard, I'm just going to cross it out, not even going to try to do that in the beginning. And that's because they're not being found, right? They're not like relevant terms that are actually getting a lot of engagement or interaction, right? So if it's hard, that means that there's a lot of competition for that oh, word. So a lot, of, a lot of companies, a lot of um, service providers are using that keyword. Got so it. you just want to start off when you're first starting off, you want to go for the easy route. So, so then after you have your list, pick the word that has the most amount of searches and is easy to rank for. Then you're going to go on your homepage. You're going to, and I'm going to try to make, keep this easy. Let me know if this, if this is understandable. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> okay. Um, so that keyword, the main keyword that you're going to choose. So for us, it would be like website design agency, let's say, right? I'm going to go on our homepage. I'm going to include that keyword in the header. The very first thing that people see. Um, I'm, I'm like trying to see if I, so I know SEO is complicated and I'm going to say something. If you guys don't know, it's okay. If you do this, great. <laughs> but on the text, when you edit a paragraph text, do you know how when you edit, um, you can pick the font, you can pick the um, size, and then you could also pick, there's like heading one, heading yeah. two. Okay. So you want heading one to be the very first uh, phrase in your key in your website and that's where you put it that keyword in oh. so use it one time in heading one yeah and then you're going to go down on your website and you're going to see your subheaders so i want you to place that keyword at least two times in two different subheaders mm. and you want to make sure that the subheaders are a heading two okay and then you're going to take that keyword and just place it at least three times in just like the body in the different paragraphs that you have explaining your services. So at least three times. Oh my Does God. I sense? hope everyone is writing this down. Yeah. This is such okay. amazing <laughs> tips. And I remember like when I heard you say this the first time I was like, I never in a million years would have thought to have done that. But if this is what's going to get us found, you guys, these are such little easy things that we can do to be found yes. on Google. Yes. Huge. 
Yes. And then a few bonus tips for you guys. So like Elise mentioned, if you rename your images, they get show up on Google search too. So the images that you use on your website, make sure that you input your company name in the keyword that you use. And then if you go on the back end of your website, so where you have the meta titles, meta descriptions, that is what shows up on Google and people search for you. That yeah. shows up on the, you know, but basically the title description that they preview, you can yeah. select that. So just make sure that those keywords are included in the title and the description as well. That's so interesting. I was just looking at the meta description and I didn't even know what it is. So for those of us <laughs> like me, what is a meta description? <laughs> so it's basically, um, if someone types in your services or your name on Google, it's that title and description that they're going to see, that preview. So, so, so it doesn't necessarily auto-populate from your site. You can choose. Um, and you just basically want to make sure that it includes your keywords, obviously, and that it's enticing enough for people to click on. Oh, my God. See, this is why I think everybody needs to work with you because... <laughs> For those of us like who don't know this, they're, it's not our expertise. It's like speaking a completely different language. I know, like, I know. All this, I'm like, uh, okay. I know. Sure. I'm like, let me know if this is because I'm I'm trying my best to like explain in layman's terms to make sure not use super techie language. Um, but because I know it's it sounds complicated. But yes. once you dive in, I swear it's not as, it's not as bad as it seems. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So if you have advice for anybody who's like me and went and tried to go at it and just DIY the damn thing, I, I, I don't do it. Um, what <laughs> advice would you have for anybody who's trying to go at this on their own? <laughs> like, can I say, hi, uh, buy a website template? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Um, yeah, it'll make it so much easier. And I understand because like I just told you, I spent three days designing my template. And if I actually quantify that, I charged $250 an hour when I was doing single sessions. So if I charged times that by eight and times that by three and paid myself what I paid, I'm sure that it would have been cheaper to hire somebody. You know what I mean? Like yeah, we have yeah. to think about it in that terms as business owners to really get down to a level of understanding what is the right investment for us and what is the right use of our time and what is the going to be the move the needle and the biggest impact in our business, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that because a website, it can do so many things for you, right? You can show up on Google search and people can find you that way. Um, something that we love using our website for is after a sales call, we send it um, to show some, our results, some of our portfolio, things like that, right? To kind of showcase that there's so many things that a website can do to help you sell. So it is so, so important to make sure that you have the right information and that it looks good and that it looks professional because I mean, I'm going to be honest. I mean, and, and that might be because I'm a web designer, so I pay right. attention to these things a little bit more, Yeah, but there is someone that I wanted to work with and then I saw their website and it turned me off because I'm like, if they didn't invest like what they portray themselves on Instagram and they didn't invest into a good website, it just kind of threw me off a little bit because I don't know, because I'm like, it's so important and you want to make sure that you have that professional cohesive look on all of your platforms. Yes. Um, um, let me think. Here, I'm going to say one thing while you're thinking yes, of your next point. Yes. You brought up a really good point. I think some, an area where people get it wrong too is their Instagram will look one way. Their Facebook looks another way. Their LinkedIn looks one way. And then mm -hmm. you go to your website and it's another message. Like you want to make sure when the client is navigating all of your different platforms that they're having the same experience on every yes. single platform. And this is one thing we really did when I was in beauty is making sure, okay, when it goes into Sephora, it looks the same. When it goes into Ulta, it's the same. When it's in Macy's, it's the same, mm -hmm. right? Because if you have different messages 
living, how is your customer living in different places? Like how is your ideal client going to understand what you actually can offer them? Right. It yeah. has to be cohesive. And let's say in your Instagram bio, it says one thing, and then your website bio is talking about something different. It's going to confuse the customer and you're going to lose them right away. Right. It's very mm -hmm. important to make sure there's a cohesive message across every single platform, cohesive yes. design elements across every platform that you look the same in your pictures across every platform. Cause I've seen a lot of people, they look real different on Instagram than they do on their website. So we need to make sure your face looks the same on both. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like brand, the branding side of it is so, so important. Um, and another thing that I wanted to recommend for people. So if you are going the DIY route, and you do want to design your own website. So we have a freebie. It's called the homepage strategy. And yeah. it's basically our, it's our homepage formula. And we created this based on sales psychology, based on talking with people, doing our own research. Um, so this is, we created this seventh section um, that we include for all of our clients. And this basically helps people when they get onto your website, they see directly who you are, who you work with why you have the authority and why they can trust with you. Because like you said, when you started designing your website and this comes, a lot of people tell me like, I don't know what to put on there. You like get so excited. You kind of think about the design, but when it actually gets to the content for the sections, you're like, I don't know what to do. Right. Um, so we kind of created this freebie. And if you go on mbmagency.com forward slash links, you can find it on there. Um, but it's our homepage formula. Um, we have things like including your stats. So how many people have you worked with? How, you know, did you increase revenue? Did you increase website traffic? Um, including stats for people to see your authority, um, including testimonials, especially video testimonials to improve that trust factor. Um, being very, very clear with your language that you use, because I cannot tell you how many times I have gone into a website and I'm like, I have no idea what they do. I have no idea. <laughs> true because we have to break down the language and I think if I'm not mistaken I want to say most people read and understand things at like a third grade level so if you think of politicians they're speaking yeah. at a third grade level you guys because that's the level in which we are comprehending this information so if you're going out there and you're using all of these fancy words and fancy terminology terms get to the point and tell people what you're offering because you're going to really lose a lot of a lot of traction yeah. scaring people away because you seem either too elitist or too unattainable. Like you're, you're almost too experienced for them. Mm -hmm, and now you're mm -hmm. not relatable in the way that's actually going to create safety for them to buy. Right. So yeah, important. exactly. Exactly. I love it. Oh my God. So if a client were to come to you, what would the process of working with you look like? Yeah. So we have a couple of different ways. I love this question. So we have, um, one way is to, we can redesign your whole website and all of our website redesigns include an SEO strategy. So we'll hop on a call, go over your website, kind of go over our process and timelines and things like that. Um, and then we also have website templates. So our templates, they are Wix premium website templates, but they have our homepage strategy or homepage formula included on there. Um, so you basically, you can change the colors, you can change the fonts, you can change the pictures, but what people need to see on your homepage or on your website, you, we have it right there. So you don't even need to think about it. Um, and then you can purchase it, do it yourself, or you can hire us out to do it for you as well. And then we also have monthly search engine optimization services where we work on a monthly basis on your behalf to make sure that you're showing up on Google and you keep showing up and you get leads from it. 
Oh my God, you guys, if you have not seen her beautiful templates, they are gorgeous. There are so many amazing examples of her work on her website. So I will drop the link into the comments below. And I'm so excited to have done this with you. you. First, like before we end this, how can people connect with you on Instagram? Yes. Okay. So connect with I, Instagram, like I said, platform of choice. So you can find me at Maria Bentz and I spell it M-A-R-I-Y-A-B-N-T-Z. And um, yeah, follow, give me a message. Tell me you came from Elise. I'll get connected with you. I love chatting with people there, learning about their businesses. I show up on stories pretty consistently. Yeah, so um, we get to try. see all the fun adventures in Georgia. I love it. Yes. I'm like, I want to go to Georgia. It's so beautiful. <laughs> it is so gorgeous. It was funny because when we told our friends and family that we're moving to Georgia, they were like, what's in Georgia? Like, I, they, like, they imagine, like, the boondocks, like, middle of nowhere weird. But it's, like, where we are, we're in North Georgia, and it is so green. Like, what I think about, I've never been to Seattle but what I would think about, like, what Oregon would look like with the greenery, and this is, like, totally Georgia, and we live near this beautiful lake. It's, like, the nature, if you're a nature person, like, oh, we are, it's, it's, so it's good. amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this, and thank you so much for sharing so many powerful tips. I really hope you guys took notes here because she guys gave, she gave you guys some really valuable little, yeah, valuable cookies here, so put those in your cookie jar, save those for later because they will come in so handy. So, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for being on with me today. I'm so yeah, excited. Thank I, can't, you. I can't wait for everyone to connect with you. You have so much amazingness to offer. All right, you guys, thank we you will be so back much. with our next, yay, our next live collab next week. So thank you again, Maria, for being here. And we'll check in with you guys later. If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.